Voice of Fintech. Welcome to Voice of Fintech, a podcast mapping out Swiss and European fintech scene, aiming to inspire entrepreneurs to launch their new ventures and connect them with incubators, accelerators, business angels and VCs, and incumbents interested in partnerships. There are many potential entrepreneurs that are thinking about launching their new ventures, but many don't know where to start. Voice of Fintech will help you navigate Fintech ecosystem so you can get started more easily. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'll be hosting this podcast. Welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we're joined by Mona, who leads RegTech Revolution in Singapore, which is a platform and a movement. And also we're going to talk about F10 going east and having a hackathon in Singapore in a couple of days. Hi Mona, how are you? Today? Hi Rudy, uh, thanks, I'm good. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your team? How did you get to start RegTech Revolution and, and what's going on in terms of RegTech in Singapore and, and neighboring countries? We are actually a startup. Uh, we started two and a half years ago to build up the RegTech ecosystem here in Singapore and in the region and actually also connecting the dots globally. Like you rightly said, uh, RegTech Revolution is a uh, is an regulatory technology platform. Uh, we have a database with 450 uh, regulatory technology solutions. And to build up the ecosystem, we have a couple of uh, initiatives we do. And one of the initiatives is helping companies expanding into Singapore and Southeast Asia. Um, and that was also the reason why we actually contacted or came in contact with F10, because they, like you also already mentioned, they would like to expand also into Asia and they're going to organize a hackathon together with us uh, as a local partner. If you go a little bit more into the details, so what, what does Recpec Revolution do and why have you started it now? Recpec Revolution is really pretty much an ecosystem builder, an incubator and an accelerator, to say it very shortly. And the activities we do around that is pretty much workshops to advocate about RegTech as a whole. Those workshops can be done in partnership with large incumbents and or consultancy firms or uh, the regulators, other businesses. Uh, it really depends on who actually really would like to know more about regulatory technology the solutions that are out there, and of course, in a, in, a, in a way of an event and a thought leadership event. That is one part. The other part is a tra- training program we have to really educate the business people in the in the legal risk and compliance department, because in one way we really try to to transform risk and compliance departments into the digital age. And um, so the training program is pretty much a hands-on. It's a full day, six modules. At the end, you get a certificate as well. We are working together with IBF, which is the training organ of MAS, the Monetary Authority of Singapore, to get it on their portal as well, so that bankers can actually get a discount when they do the training. And like I already said, we we also have an acceleration program, which we started last year, which is pretty much for only regulatory technology companies that are a little bit more skilled up already. So you have to think about Series A and above, and who would like to expand into Asia and Singapore. We help them with the go-to-market strategy. We help them with um, the lead generation and we help them with the sales. And the program is pretty much three to six months in a row. Organically, we started last year. We have now two companies in the program and we have a very strict kind of assessment process before we get them in the in the program. Because, of course, Asia has a very different footprint than, than either Europe or the U.S., although most of the companies are more matured over there. 
doesn't really mean that all the products also are, you know, are uh, suitable for the Asian market. Okay. And why is it a good time to do this in Singapore now? Like I said, we started the platform like almost three years ago. And then we also uh, started to uh, research the, the companies that were out there who have tangible Rectech solutions. And back then, uh, like three years ago, they were still very young, right? So it was, uh, and they just started to, to come up. We do see now, um, especially given the whole uh, involvement of, of Rectech solutions, that companies are growing. So the companies that were uh, three years ago relatively young, they are now actually uh, a little bit, bit more scaled up and they have a couple of clients in their home countries. Like I said, they are rightly good backed up in, a, in Series A or above. And that is for the, for the large incumbents here also interesting because large incumbents here, of course, are not looking at really very young uh, startups that only have a prototype or something. They're really looking for tangible solutions. And that's the reason why we started the program last year, because we, we saw that there were quite a few companies that are ready. And Asia is uh, interesting for those companies because especially Singapore uh, has a very good infrastructure. All the financial services industry is here as well. And of course, the government really backs it up uh, in all kinds of ways. So yeah, it is an, it's a very nice gateway to Southeast Asia, but also a very nice point to land and, and set up your business. We talked a little bit about your products or events, mm -hmm. but if we recap this, you do trainings, you do events, uh, what else? The acceleration program, and we're building a marketplace where we, uh, which is actually really a uh, customer-based subscription. So that means that uh, companies who would like to look for the solutions in the regulatory technology space can just uh, log in to the to the system and look for the solution they need. And next to that, um, the sophisticated tools should also have like a report so that they can predict which companies actually uh, are really going to become like a unicorn, right? So in that area. And of course, for investors, a report in which companies they could invest in. At this point in time, it is really an MVP. So we're also looking into uh, getting some funding to put together a real artificial uh, intelligence team to actually really build out that further. So who are your clients now and, and or corporate partners and sponsors? We have a, actually an, a real mix. So our clients are regulators, our clients are the governments, our clients are, of course, large incumbents like banks and insurance companies and consultancy firms, law firms. Yeah, actually, we are really an island in the middle. We work together with everybody. And... Uh, especially for uh, events and for uh, thought leadership around tables. We work with all parties. Um, of course, we are for the visibility for the startups, uh, for the rec tech solutions. And there we have more or less really the acceleration program for, although we also always involve them in the events we organize. So if it's a round table and it's complementary to, to the partner with, we, with whom we had organized, we also invite startups to showcase the products and services. And also if we have our own events, we have worked uh, with with Aegon, we have worked with uh, Aeon, uh, we have worked with Deloitte. Of course, we worked together with the MAS already for many years. You know, you're based in Singapore, of course, but you cover other countries in, in Asia. Which other countries do you cover? In principle, Southeast Asia and um and Australia and New Zealand, so more the English-speaking countries. And at this point in time, that is purely because of the language. Because uh, although I have sometimes a Japanese or a Chinese person in my team, you know, the, the, the language that we speak here is uh, pretty much English. 
Um, so, um, so that's also the reason why we, at this point in time, only cover the Southeast Asian countries and uh, Australia and New Zealand. Of course, also the other side, most of our clients, to be fair, at this point in time, especially in the acceleration program, are from, coming from Europe. So it is either the UK, Ireland, or Central Europe. So um, not so much the US, um, because the US has a, a little bit of a different footprint in um, in uh, you know coming up with solutions as well. They really do it for the internal market because it's of course a huge internal market. And then from a regulatory perspective, it is not always aligned with the with the regulatory landscapes and what is needed here. Right. So we we focus more on the European and the uh, and the UK companies. Okay. And uh, you travel a lot, though, to, to Europe, uh, of course, to, to Switzerland and elsewhere. So could you compare the startup scene in Singapore and in Europe in terms of vibe or challenges, the ambitions? Uh, how yeah. do you see the scene between Europe and Asia? Yeah, so I think the biggest difference, I guess, is pretty much that we started much later with fintech and regtech than uh, than Europe. Generally speaking, Europe already started uh, almost uh, six or ten years ago. Maybe it wasn't called fintech yet, but really after the financial crisis, activities already deployed, especially in Ireland, where there were back offices for uh, for big companies. And and of course, you see that that big difference in um, the the early starter move for advantage, right? So uh, you you also see now, for instance, companies in Ireland that already exist for 10 years have very good products and, and expanding now into Asia. And we are not, not near that far because we started, especially in the reg tech, like, you know, three years ago. And then it was still very, very early. I mean, people were more talking about the disruption in fintech, not so much in reg tech. So the companies that are now building up products at the moment are maximum five years old and there are only a few. So the, the majority is really two, three years old, which is which is very early. But that is just from a timeline perspective. I think from a focus and a, and a, and a fintech hub and a tech hub perspective, uh, you could say that Asia is, is really... Um, accelerating their efforts and especially Singapore and that is especially government related as well it's like in a very top-down mentality the government is pretty much on top of of the planning they already planned it uh, from 2012 onward for 10 years smart cities 2020 everything needs to become digital in Singapore and we have this fintech festival already coming November for the fourth year where which is huge festival for a whole week three days conference all fintech and the whole world is uh, being uh, invited very important uh, invitations as well with uh, with big stages so uh, that puts really singapore on the map and also in a way southeast asia of course so i think from that perspective we we are really comparable to so to in switzerland where uh, where tech is also very very high in the in the motivation of uh, of leaders as well as the businesses. But then if you compare it with the top-down mentality, so when you say, okay, how creative are businesses and how is the tech movement already really infiltrated into the individuals and into the traditional businesses, I think there you can say, especially Switzerland, is already quite far 
in, in combining that, that you have creative startups that, that are doing really great work. Now you have F10, for instance, the, the incubator and accelerator. They're already doing this for four years and they really got the whole banking world uh, working with them, right? I must say we are still in the beginning of that. Yeah, this is the second hackathon uh, that F10 is going to do. And we do see that there is some uh, enthusiasm around it. But I also see that, that it is for very early for banks to uh, go into it as a partner or as a sponsor. Um, so it, it is still very new here. All right. So F10 is going to do a hackathon for the second time in Singapore. You're helping them to organize it. Can you tell us a little bit about how many startups are going to be there? What's going to happen there? Who are the corporate partners? What's the concept for this event? The concept is pretty much similar as what's happening in Switzerland. So normally what happens is we start with uh, 100 applications. So uh, at this time, there are like almost 400 people who applied to uh, to participate in the hackathon. Then we do an assessment that we have around 150 people so that at the day itself or at the weekend itself, it will be from the 13th till the 15th of September, that we have around 100 participants. And then from the 100 participants, we need to come up after that or in that weekend with around 25 prototypes. And so you're talking about startups. These are all individuals, but they can also already be like an, uh, an ID stage group of people who also want to apply for it, right? So then they already a group. But the whole idea is that uh, within that weekend, they form groups and then they start the hackathon. So on Friday evening, they form the groups and they start the hackathon then as well. Yeah. And then and then from uh, sponsorships, now we have uh, six. Eh? Six is the Stock Exchange in Switzerland, who is sponsoring is the main sponsor already for years. Then we have M-Bank here in uh, Singapore and uh, Julius Baer. And then uh, we have for uh, for the location sponsorship, it is uh, PwC. Yeah, and then and then we have of course a bunch of mentors and 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 judges that we uh, jointly uh, invited to, to help out as well. Um, so yeah, we are all together with around 250 people. Are there any parts of the hackathon where the public can join? So if people are not sure about joining the hackathon itself, but can they see the keynote speakers as well or or not? Yeah, so we have a closing uh, event on the Sunday, but I would also say, you know, maybe it would be best if they can contact us or or F10 if they want to attend, because I don't, I do think we still have some space, and it would be great if uh, yeah, if they could join then as well, because that is the most spectacular part for for somebody who would like to see it, I guess. Okay, great. So where do interested parties find you, either whether they are interested in the RecBack Revolution or F10 Singapore uh, Hackathon? Uh, we have a website, uh, recpack.com, so uh, they can always go to that. Yeah, you, you can also contact me, of course, via LinkedIn or social media. Uh, I think uh, I'm pretty much uh, everywhere there. Um, you can also come to uh, the FinTech Hub here. Uh, we are housed in the Singapore uh, one and only uh, FinTech Hub that is in the middle of the city center. It's called ATRR, the dedicated FinTech Hub. Okay, great. So thank you very much, Mona. Thank you.